Hey, this is something that just sounds crazy as hell in one sense, but in another sense, it kind of it kind of does make sense for several reasons. But if you haven't heard, um, ASAP Rocky is in prison in Sweden for beating this dude up. Uh, ASAP Rocky uh, was seen on video beating up someone and he claims the person was following him. And the Swedish PM, the, or the uh, Prime Minister of Sweden, basically told Trump, <laughs> don't expect ASAP Rocky to get any special treatment just because he's a rapper and a celebrity. But Melania Trump has come to the defense of ASAP Rocky, believe it or not. And she's actually working. I think she said she spoke to the, to the Justice Department to try to help ASAP Rocky out. Now, that's a very um that that's a a a friend in need indeed at this point and a very unlikely friend but this is the connection Kanye West Kanye West has been uh cheering for Trump Ever since Trump was elected, if you remember, Kanye West went on that rant back in 2000, was that 16? When he was like, the vibes is back. And he was boasting that Trump won. That was the same night when he called out Jay-Z and Beyonce and and, um, told Jay-Z, don't send your... Don't send your shooters at me. Um, so anyway, Kanye West and Trump are cool, to say the least. Might even be friends. And it helps Trump to have someone like Kanye West as a friend, or at least as a supporter, because Trump, you know, he's not doing good with the black community. So he needs that, right? He doesn't need all of the black support, but if he can get a certain percentage, because most of his supporters are white, low-income, um, you know, which I, I would say but most Midwest, down South. And um, in the way that the Electoral College works, Trump doesn't need the popular vote. He just needs um, his main base and, you know, a percentage of Latinos and African-Americans. So with this ASAP Rocky thing, it's it's a good look for Trump. 
Now, don't get me twisted. I'm not saying I'm a Trump supporter. I'm saying it's a good look for Trump politically to be trying to help ASAP Rocky because what it does, especially coming off a week when he told, well, he didn't say it, but his crowd was screaming, um, send them back to the four um, congresswomen of color. This is a good look. And this is what Trump does best. He always, he's a person that goes, hey, look over there. You know, he's a good distraction, a uh, good distractor. Um, so anyway, this is earlier from uh, Inside Edition, and then we'll come back and talk about it. ASAP Rocky is the American rapper sitting in a Swedish jail since Sunday. He's facing assault charges after this fight outside a restaurant in Stockholm where he was on tour. That's him in the white hoodie. Many, many members of the African-American community have called me friends of mine and said, could you help? The arrest is causing an uproar because the rapper says he was acting in self-defense after getting hassled by two young men who wouldn't stop following him. They keep following. Kim Kardashian and husband Kanye West are personally lobbying for the rapper's release. Even Melania is getting involved. Actually, the one who knew about ASAP Rocky was our first lady, right? She, she was telling me about, can you help ASAP Rocky? Uh, do you want to give a little statement on that? <laughs> well, we're working with State Department, and uh, we, we hope to get him home soon. All right, so that's just to give a little uh, perspective. She says she's working with the uh, State Department. I think I know what I said earlier. But anyway, um, Trump sent out a tweet, says... Uh, just spoke to Kanye West about his friend ASAP Rocky's incarceration. I will be calling the very talented Prime Minister of Sweden to see what he can do about helping ASAP Rocky. So many people would like to see this quickly resolved. Um, again, good look for Trump politically. Now, don't go throwing your stones at me. I'm talking about politics here. This is politics. So calm it down. Politically, this is genius. It's an opportunity to say, look, I'm not racist. And that's what Trump needs right now. He needs that. This is a great opportunity. And Trump is the master of season the moment and taking advantage of opportunities. That's why he's the president. You don't want to admit it, but it's the truth. It's what he does best. This is an article from NBC news says, um, Swedish PM warns Trump rapper ASAP Rocky won't get special treatment. Prime minister Stefan, forgive me if I say this wrong. I think it's Lovins. Lovins. Anyway, Prime Minister Stefan 
whatever, comments on Saturday um, came after the intervention of celebrities, including Kanye West and Justin Bieber. He got the Biebs in his corner. Says, uh, Sweden's um, Prime Minister on Saturday warned that American rapper Asap Rocky will not get, will not be getting special treatment despite President Donald Trump's public intervention into the case. Trump raised um, Rocky's detention uh, from the Oval Office in a tweet on Friday after First Lady Melania, Melania Trump and a number of celebrities asked um, that he intervene. Uh, on Saturday, the president said he had a very good call with the Swedish prime minister on the subject. He said he told uh, the prime minister that Rocky was not a flight risk and offered to personally vouch for his bail. Again, this is a good look politically. Also, Trump added, our teams will be talking further, and we agreed to speak again in the next 48 hours. The Swedish um, leader said earlier that he has, uh, that he was aware, excuse me, that he was aware Trump has a personal interest in the case. But the prime minister said, while he would welcome a conversation with Trump, it was not his place to sway the prosecutors or courts. I will explain that the Swedish judicial system is independent, he said, of a possible call with the president. In Sweden, everyone is equal before the law, and this includes visitors from other countries. Uh, prosecutors announced Friday that Rocky will remain in jail while police official, um, excuse me, while police finish their investigation into a fight in downtown Stockholm. All right, so there you have it. ASAP Rocky with friends in high places, the highest place in America, and. <sighs> See, this is the thing about Trump, right? Trump is a racist. And the thing about Trump is although he's a racist, he's also a businessman. And he's also a politician now. And I know from personal experience with having to work with racists, literally, in the military and in other places, other jobs, that sometimes a racist will not necessarily put their racism to the side to help you, but they they may be put in a position where it benefits them more to help you than to hurt you. Okay. I've, you know, I've seen that you know, on a number of occasions. As a matter of fact, it doesn't stop them from being racist. They still have their racist views and that's Trump. 
Trump is the type of person that, um, if you remember, I believe it was, was it the seventies or the early eighties when he was denying black people? Uh, he basically, they couldn't rent. Um, they couldn't, they, he wouldn't, he wouldn't allow them to rent one of his apartments or something like that. He was denying black applications. So this situation is where Trump shines through and he makes people on the right, these right wingers go, see, Trump is not a racist. How could he be racist? He's helping his that Rocky. He can't be racist. And it'll make a, a dumb dipshit like Candace Owens who just completely sold her people out. This is something for her to talk about later on. And adds fuel to that fire. If you don't know who Candace Owens is, please look her up. She's the black. What is, what is she? The Blexit? I think she calls it Blexit. Where she's telling black people to leave the Democratic Party and come join the Republican Party. Because the Republican Party is somehow going to benefit black people. Uh, this chick, man. But anyway, uh, she's sold out. She's she completely sold out. I don't, you know, and I'm, I don't like either party. I'm not for either one, but I'll say this. I'll say this much. Republicans are now the party of the KKK. The, the Republican Party is the party of the KKK. And I'm not supporting that shit. Period. I don't give a damn how many black people you get up there to tap dance and try to convince me that it's the right way to go. You're out your damn mind. It's the party of the KKK. And the KKK has admitted they put their money behind Trump. Okay. But. Again. I'll say it again. I know it's redundant. But you have to look at this from a political. Angle. And understand that Trump. Doing things like this. Will have a, a small impact. I'm not going to say it's going to be a huge, because smart black people will see through this, but you do have some idiots out here. You do have some stupid people. Candace Owens is one of them. Either she's stupid or she sold out. You know what I mean? And it's probably a combination of both. But this is a, um, this if Trump plays this right, this will definitely distract from, um, well, it'll at least distract his, his base, his, uh, his political, his supporters from the ones that were looking at him side-eyed when that whole send her back or send them back thing was going on. And, you know, he was under a lot of political pressure. But this kind of stuff right here is what Trump does to say, hey, look, 
I'm not racist. It's like the same thing with Kanye West when all that noise was being made about Trump being a racist and they were looking into his background and the Charlottesville thing went down. Having Kanye West at the White House and Kanye kissing up to him in front of everyone. It it's an opportunity to say, see, I'm not racist. <laughs> and that's what Trump does best. He seizes the moment. All right, I want to talk about something right quick. Um, I've been getting on a lot of YouTubers for talking shit about people they don't know. And um, one thing that irks me, one thing that really gets under my, my skin is uh, people's people have a tendency to rewrite history to make a person look bad and make themselves look good especially when someone dies and one of the things that I, I got on Tupac Hoax about, if you don't know the Tupac Hoax channel, uh, Tupac Hoax comes up with all these theories about Tupac, right? And he tries to make it look like Tupac's whole life was fake. Like nothing was real. And the thing is, is that that's easy to do when a person dies because when a person died, they can't speak for themselves anymore. So then what happens is you have a bunch of people speaking about that person and telling different stories and they don't necessarily tell the truth or they may have revisions, uh, they revisionist history or they, they may uh, exaggerate. And when you have so many different people telling stories, it could all get um, clouded and you don't know what the truth is anymore. And if you've noticed The year, as the years have passed by since Tupac died, you get more and more of these bullshit stories that come out. People feel more comfortable lying. And because there's so many lies, you don't know what the truth is anymore and you can't really fact check anything. Especially, and that really works on younger people, people that weren't, you know, you take somebody that was born in the year 2000, they're not going to know anything about Tupac. You can tell them anything. Now, this isn't a Tupac segment, 
This is actually about Easy E. Easy E was the rapper that made me fall in love with hip hop. Because back in the day when he dropped that disc to Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg and Death Row, that was like the, you know what I'm talking about, real motherfucking G's. That was like the hardest shit I had ever heard. It was the most, like, I never heard a diss like that. And at that time, Dr. Dre and uh, Snoop and Death Row, they was like the, they was the shit. They were, they were like top, they were top dogs in the, in the rap game. And that diss record, real motherfucking G's made me go, oh shit. Who really going at them like that? He dissing Dre and Snoop Dogg? Like back in the day, you got to remember what it was like back in the day. I mean, now it would be nothing. But back in the day, what that was like when Death Row was on top. You didn't just hear people dissing Death Row. That shit was like, damn. So, if you've seen the movie N.W.A., um, was it straight out of Compton, right? Uh, well, even before the movie came out, there was this rumor that Suge Knight roughed up Easy E because Easy E was signed. Excuse me, Dr. Dre was signed to Easy E, and. Suge Knight wanted to start Death Row, but he needed, he wanted Dr. Dre and he needed Easy e to let Dr. Dre go. So the rumor was that Suge Knight roughed up Easy e beat Easy e up. And I believe in the movie, it's been a while since I've seen it. They show how Suge Knight supposedly went in there and rough easy up. But anyway, listen. I'm going to get to the point of this. Easy E wasn't no punk. Easy E out of all the dudes in NWA, Easy E was the real street dude. He wasn't even a rapper. For real, for real. He became a big rapper, but he wasn't the rap dude. Ice Cube was the writer. Easy E just wrote, just um rapped. Um Ice Cube wrote for Easy E. Uh MC Ren wrote for Easy E. Easy E um was the the street dude. And the way they try to make it seem like Easy E just got punked out by Suge, I always believed that that was bullshit because I couldn't see it. I couldn't see it. You know what I mean? I can't even picture it. Easy E had way too much backing. So recently, in a um, in a DJ Vlad interview, Keefy D addresses this, and I want to play this clip right quick. And just let you hear it for yourself. Now, Keefy D is a person that, you know, 
I don't know, he, sn- well, you say he snitched on Puffy about how Puffy um, paid Southside Crips to kill Suge Knight and Tupac. Now, the rumor is, is that um, the recording that was played that we've all, well, not everyone's heard it, but that, that I've heard of Keefe D's confession. Keefe D didn't even know he was being recorded or something like that, or he didn't even know it was going to be released. Um, So you got to, you know, you can't take everything that Keefe D say seriously because he did tell on his homeboys, but let's, um, Let's anyway, let's play this clip right quick. And Keefe D gives his take on whether or not Suge Knight roughed up Easy. Starts kind of dabbling into the music industry. Yeah. So Suge is trying to form this record label. He gets in, into contact with Easy E, but Easy E doesn't want to just let his artists go and, and so forth. Uh, but ultimately, some situations happen. And he gets a release for Dr. Dre and Michelle A. See, that, I, I watched that movie and stuff like that. I, I, don't, I don't think that shit, that shit true because uh, E.D. had the whole Alondra behind him. And Alondra a little bit was harder than Lil' Rosegrand back then. You know what I'm saying? He, he, he had the Atlanta Drives, the Kelly Parks, Ann Hoods, Southside, Spook Town, just name it. Occasion okay. uh, the whole Alondra was behind him, so we put a let the red rags do easy like that. You know what I'm saying? So that was, I think that was a uh, fucked up shit. Yeah, I heard easy never got beat up. Nah, hell no. I, I talked to, I mean, even Mob. He was came got us. He was came got us. Yeah, I mean, I just talked to Mob James uh, yesterday, and he even told about the meeting where they went down to try to get the contracts for Easy, you know, uh, for Dr. Dre. And Jerry Heller was there, but Easy wasn't even in the office. Suge has a problem with Easy E because he he has Michelle A and Dr. Dre that want to sign with him, but here's Easy over here who holds all their contracts in place. Exactly. So now you guys go to try to get these contracts. Now this was played out in the NWA movie. But from what I understand, the way it was played out is not what actually happened not from your point of view. My point of view, I was there. Okay. We went into the office. The, his security was there. Jerry Heller. Okay. So, so let's just, let's just uh, rewind for a second. So it's you, Suge, and how many more people? It's me, Suge, uh, and three others. I don't want to say their names because I don't know if they want to be okay. mentioned out there like that. So me, Suge, and three other, three of the little homeboys. And we went in there. Suge said, I need that to get a Jerry them to get Michelin them contract. Okay. So this is Ruthless Records office? This is Ruthless, Ruthless yeah, they office. Okay. And Jerry Heller was there? Jerry Heller was there. Okay, it was and, an old Jewish man. Yeah. What I, I mean, the movie was just straight booty. Because it didn't happen like that. We went in there. The security guard was standing right there like, as if to hold us up on going in there. Man, you better get the fuck out the way. Dude bagged up. Oh, so you guys pulled out guns on security? I, I had a little bitty ass 25. I'm incriminating myself on this. <laughs> but I 
had a, I had a little pistol. Okay. And Jerry can't testify now. Ain't, didn't he pass away? He passed away. Okay, so he can't testify. <laughs> so this cat, he know who he is, got out the way when he seen this little 25. He moved. Sure went there. I closed the door. Okay. For sure to deal with Jerry. Handle your business. So you're not even in the room? No. So, but Jerry's in the room with this big Suge Knight guy. Just them two. Suge got a check out of him, and he got Dre's shit. He got their contracts out of Jerry's cabinet or whatever the case would be. Easy, he couldn't get. Okay, because I had heard stories that, you know, uh, Jerry Heller was putting a trunk or something else. None of that happened. No, hell no. <laughs> we walked out of there, and he's, he was sitting at his desk where Suge left him. Walked out of there. Sugar, I don't think Sugar had to put his hands on him or nothing. He was that scared. Yeah, so easy never got beat up. No, 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 no. Hell no. He would have came to us. He would, we didn't let that, that happen to him. Okay. No. Well, were you still cool with Easy? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Real cool with him. Yeah. Well, he was like the hero of, of Compton. I'm sure everyone loved Easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was my little partner. Yeah. 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 Plenty of love, yeah. Okay. Okay. So, again. You got you got a crip that's saying that it didn't happen, and you got Mob James, um, Mob Paru, who was there when the supposed incident took place, and he said he wasn't even there. So where did this rumor about Suge roughing up Easy E come from? People that didn't like easy. And this is what people do to you when you die. They make up shit about you. And they want to make easy E look like he was a sucker or something. Like he didn't have backup. Like easy E was just some dude out there. Meanwhile, they want to make themselves look like they was hard and they was tough. The hell out of here. Get the hell out of here. And even um, KVD was just saying, yo, did you hear all the all the names of the, the sets that Easy e had with him? Suge had to put his hands on Easy e Suge wouldn't even be alive today, I don't think. Look at what happened when, when Pac stomped out um, Orlando Anderson. A south side crib. Pac ain't here. Pac died that same night. Well, he didn't die that same night. He got shot that same night. You know what I mean? I just I just hate the way people rewrite history. I hate that shit. And they low-key trying to diss Easy, e But at the same time, bigging up his name. Yeah, rest in peace, Easy e But then you, you pull this bullshit. I hate fake-ass people, man. There's one thing that irritates me more than anything. It's fake-ass people, especially people that smile on your face. And then say some slick-ass shit behind your back. 